Chapter 17 None of He Who Lives Understands The woman named Fan Chiao Chai was the daughter of a lineage holding a grudge against Xu Xiao. Master Lin, meanwhile, was a doofus being used to bring the assassin into the palace. Taking the chance of sightseeing, Miss Fan drew a map of the palace and a portrait of Xu Fengyan, awaiting a chance of assassination. Xu Fengyan had no mercy for those people. After all, he had learned quite a lot about the world in the three-year travel. Standing beside, Yuan Zuozong asked with a straight face, Your Highness, His Lordship wants your opinion on what to do with Fan Xiaochai. Xu Fengyan laughed. Just do what you should do. Let's have drinks sometime, bro. Yuan Zuozong smiled. Okay. Xu Fengyan went to the eighth floor of the Qingchao Pavilion with some rice wine. There, a man was transcribing a book. He was Li Yishan, the number one protege in Northern Liang Palace. Xu Fengyan asked in worry, Master, can old Huang get Amberheim back from the city of the peerless? Li Yishan gently shook his head. Xu Fengyan was taken aback. Is Wang Shangzhu really invincible in the world? Holding a glass, Li Yishan stopped drinking and sniffed the smell. He answered slowly, Wang Zhongzhi isn't invincible. No one is invincible in the world. Plus, a single man makes very little difference to the general trend of the world. He alone can never cause chaos in the country. As usual, Xu Fengyan transcribed a book for a while before saying goodbye. On the second floor of the pavilion, Xu Fengyan saw White Foxface burying himself in a book. Xu Fengyan seemed to be the only one loafing about in the vast palace. In the middle of the year, Xu Xiao held a simple coming-of-age ceremony in a temple celebrating Xu Fengyan's 20th birthday. After performing sacrifices to gods and ancestors, Xu Fengyan was capped three times. The first coronet was made of black linen, representing that Xu Fengyan would be able to enter politics. The second coronet was made of white buckskin, standing for the inheritance of Northern Liang. The third coronet was black and red, with just symbolic meaning. Upon the finish of the ceremony, Xu Fengyan and Xu Xiao visited his mother's grave, where Xu Fengyan would always stay overnight whenever he was aggrieved. Xu Xiao stood in front of the magnificent grave in silence. After commemoration, Xu Fengyan said gently, Dad, I'll stay a little bit longer. When Xu Xiao left, he remembered 
a secret letter that arrived last night by an emergency delivery. He was hesitant about whether to give it to Xu Fengyan. It seemed not the right time on Xu Fengyan's big day. Lord Xu took a trail and walked up to the peak of Qingliang Mountain. Although he seemed alone, countless secret sentries were along his way. He walked into Yellow Crane Tower, which was a bit deserted and grim. As he climbed up the mountain and then the tower, he recalled a poem he had heard in his youth. Fifty years of achievements, none among the living understands. Xu Xiao stood inside Yellow Crane Tower for a whole night. In the end, he whispered, Ying, send the letter to Feng Yen. There was no perceptible response. The Grand Consul had an elite team of twelve death warriors, codenamed after the twelve earthly branches. There were four other death warriors, trained for Xu Fenyan, codenamed after the four of the ten heavenly stems. Two of them were sacrificed during Xu Fenyan's travel. Besides these, there were two special pawns to Xu Xiao's satisfaction. Xu Xiao asked as he was going downstairs, Chuo, Song can serve my son, but what about Chen Bo? From the shadow came a hoarse voice. He can't, my lord. Xu Xiao smiled. Qin Bao saved your life in the Princess Mausoleum battle. With your past, why aren't you taking his side? Aren't you afraid that he will suffer a violent death today? Silence, fealty, filial piety, and righteousness. This was the order that must be obeyed in Northern Liang. Whoever violated it shall die. Nobody knew what Xu Xiao was thinking. He said to himself, Young manslayer, 